Welcome to the Healthy Happy Life Podcast with Dr. Frida, delivering your weekly dose of real medical news and healthy living tips and trends. This podcast is for anyone who wants to prioritize their health and stay up to date with the latest medical information to help you live your healthiest, happiest life. And now for your weekly dose of medical news, health talk, and a whole lot of fun, here's your host, Dr. Frida. I'm Dr. Frida. Did you know that high blood pressure is a leading cause of heart disease and heart failure and the number two cause of kidney failure? Do you know why they call hypertension the silent killer? Blood pressure. Don't let it get high off your own supply. Hypertension is a major cardiovascular risk factor. It is a leading cause of heart disease, heart failure, strokes, and it is the number two cause of kidney failure in this country. Hypertension is the second most common cause of why people are on dialysis. In the United States, 46% of the adults have hypertension, yet less than half of them have their blood pressure under control. Today, I will give a general overview of hypertension or high blood pressure. I will discuss the definition of hypertension. I will also talk about the consequences of poorly controlled blood pressure. And I will talk about how to prevent hypertension by not letting your blood pressure get high off your own supply. So what is hypertension or high blood pressure? Hypertension or high blood pressure is when you have an elevated pressure in the blood vessels. You're listening to the Healthy Happy Life Podcast with Dr. Frida. Be sure to download a copy of Dr. Frida's latest book, Under Pressure, your step-by-step guide to controlling high blood pressure. You'll find this and more at HealthyHappyLifePodcast.com. So we measure blood pressure with two numbers. There is that top number or the systolic blood pressure and the bottom number or the diastolic blood pressure. The systolic blood pressure, that top number, measures the pressure in your blood vessels while the heart is contracting or squeezing. And that bottom number, the diastolic blood pressure, measures the pressure within your blood vessels while the heart is relaxed. Normal blood pressure is when the systolic blood pressure is less than 120 and when the diastolic blood pressure is less than 80. You have elevated blood pressure when the systolic blood pressure is between 120 and 129 and when the diastolic blood pressure is still less than 80. So yes, with the new definitions, you have elevated blood pressure when your systolic blood pressure, that top number, is between 120 and 129. So now, what is the definition of hypertension? It's when the systolic blood pressure is 130 or greater and when the diastolic blood pressure is 90 or greater. Now, I already know what you're thinking because I've heard it from my patients time and time again. You may be thinking, oh, no, I can't have a blood pressure less than 120. I'll get sick. I'll be lightheaded. Or you may be thinking that you technically have high blood pressure, but 
Uh, you might be thinking, I don't have symptoms. Or you may be thinking that, yeah, you technically have high blood pressure, but since you don't have any symptoms, that it's probably just normal for you. Guess what? High blood pressure is not normal for anyone. So even if you do walk around with very elevated blood pressures and you have no symptoms whatsoever, that hypertension is still damaging your heart, it's damaging your brain, it's damaging your kidneys. And so we definitely need to work to get your blood pressure down to a normal range. What are the consequences of poorly controlled blood pressure? Well, heart disease, heart failure, stroke, and again, poorly controlled hypertension can lead to kidney failure. Hypertension is the second most common cause of kidney failure in the United States. And what are the symptoms of hypertension? Well, sure, you can get headaches. Some people will even get shortness of breath. There are different symptoms that you can get with severe high blood pressure. But the most common symptom of hypertension is nothing. So you could be walking around here with dangerously elevated blood pressures with no symptoms whatsoever. And that's why they call hypertension the silent killer. So what can you do to prevent high blood pressure? Don't let your blood pressure get high off your own supply. What is your own supply? Your own supply refers to the foods and the habits you have, which may be putting you at risk for hypertension. For example, if you sat down at the breakfast table and had five slices of bacon this morning, and then you checked your blood pressure and found out that it was elevated, well, your blood pressure might be high off your own supply of bacon. So what are some other things you may be supplying to your blood pressure? to make it high, salt or sodium. Now, when I ask most of my patients if they have a low salt diet, they immediately respond, oh yes, Dr. Frida, I never add salt to my food. I don't even pick up the salt shaker and they're usually very proud of themselves. But once I delve a little deeper into their diet history, I find that most of them have high sodium diets. For example, you got to look at the labels. If you eat two vegetarian sausage links, that's 300 milligrams of sodium. If you have just one tablespoon of ketchup, that's 197 milligrams of sodium. And if you have a cup of creamed corn, you know, a nice little vegetable, well, that's 567 milligrams of sodium. How much sodium should you be having? Well, if you have hypertension, diabetes, kidney disease, or if you are an African-American, then you should have 1,500 milligrams of sodium or less. And even if you are perfectly healthy, if you are over the age of 51, and again, if you're African-American, you still should only have less than 1,500 milligrams of sodium a day. Everyone else who is between the ages of two and 50 can have up to 2,300 milligrams of sodium a day. 
but this actually is a very, very, very small amount. Nevertheless, if you have a high salt, high sodium diet, it absolutely puts you at risk for hypertension. You're listening to the Healthy Happy Life Podcast with Dr. Frida. Be sure to download a copy of Dr. Frida's latest book, Under Pressure, your step-by-step guide to controlling high blood pressure. You'll find this and more at HealthyHappyLifePodcast.com. Fat or obesity. Don't let your blood pressure get high off your own supply of fat. Studies show that obesity increases your risk for hypertension. Studies also show that a significant decrease in weight helps you to maintain a normal blood pressure. So go to your doctor, find out a healthy weight for you and get a specific diet and exercise plan for you if you are overweight or obese. Physical inactivity. Don't let your blood pressure get high off your own supply of couch potato Now, you know good and well that physical exercise, cardiovascular activity is good for your overall health in general. And studies actually show that when you get at least 30 to 60 minutes of good old cardiovascular activity in and resistance training most days of the week, then you can reduce your blood pressure by as much as 15 points. So again, Go to your doctor, get a good exercise plan in, or even just walk. Do a good brisk walk for 30 minutes a day or most days of the week. And this can help to prevent hypertension, alcohol. If you drink more than two drinks a day, then you have a 1.5 to two times higher risk of developing hypertension than if you drink less than two drinks a day. And if you drink more than five drinks a day, then you are at an extremely high risk of developing hypertension. Excessive alcohol intake is a risk factor for hypertension. Stress. Stress is another big risk factor for hypertension. If you were driving down the highway, then all of a sudden you got cut off by a car. So now you're chasing the car down, honking and hollering and having just a full-blown episode of road rage. And then you check your blood pressure and you find out that it is elevated. When you experience stress, your adrenal glands release adrenaline and cortisol. These hormones cause your blood vessels to tighten and they cause the blood pressure to increase. So just think about it. If you are a person who experiences stress several times in a day, then you may be causing your blood pressure to surge several times a day. Stress is a risk factor for hypertension. Find ways to try to reduce your stress. Practice good time management. If you leave your house a half hour earlier than you think you need to, then you don't have to worry as much about encountering traffic or being late and feeling stressed when you get to a place. Also, meditation or just deep, slow breathing can help to decrease your stress. When you have deep, slow breathing, this causes the heart rate to decrease and it can also lower the blood pressure. You know how else you can decrease your stress? 
Learn how to tell people no. Say no to people sometimes. Be selfish. Don't let people stress you out. Learn how to put yourself first and don't always feel like you have to be everything to everybody. Learn how to say no so you can help to reduce your stress. Stress is a major risk factor for hypertension. Don't let your blood pressure get high off your own supply of stress. So now I've given you a general overview of hypertension. We talked about the definition of hypertension when that top number is 130 or greater or when that bottom number is 90 or greater. We talked about the consequences of hypertension, heart disease, stroke, kidney failure. We also talked about the most common symptom of hypertension. Nothing. And we talked about how to prevent high blood pressure by not letting your blood pressure get high off your own supply. I want you to please comment down below and let me know whatever else you want me to discuss. I love hearing from you. Remember, prioritize yourself. Go to your doctor. Find out if you have high blood pressure or if you're at risk. Strive to be a healthier, happier you. I'm Dr. Frida. You've been listening to the Healthy Happy Life Podcast with Dr. Frida. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. Also, if you enjoyed this show, don't forget to leave an awesome five-star review on iTunes so we can continue to bring you great medical talks. This podcast is intended to be informational only. It is not a medical consultation, and this is not personalized medical advice. For medical advice, please consult your physician.